Hello and welcome to another episode of The Programming Professional. I'm the host, Chris Franklin, and today we're going to be talking about how you can become a domain expert and why you should become a domain expert. Now, we as software developers, we exist in this really weird space. Um, We are in the software development domain, but most of the things we build are not actually in the same domain as we ourselves are ex- exist in. So we understand the problems that we're trying to solve for ourselves, but that doesn't mean that we're able to build software that works well for people in other domains. Okay. So as a professional programmer, one of the things that you should do as early in your career as possible is embrace the idea that when you work for a company, you work in the domain that that company exists in, not in software development. Software development shouldn't be thought of as your primary domain unless you're building tools for other developers. Instead, you should think of yourself as part of the call center space or the point of sale systems or any of those domains that we build software for, you should think of yourself as existing within them. Okay? So we exist in this strange combination of places. We are software developers in the software development domain, but we also don't work in the software development domain. Every job that we could get through the course of our career might be in a completely different domain. I've worked in four very different domains. I've worked in government contract, which is all about defense. The defense domain has a lot of subdomains within it that are even different from each other. but. Where I've worked in has been in designing systems for ships for um, on the on the battlefield for having uh, computer displays, things like that that you wouldn't necessarily think of as their own domains, but they exist in the broader area of defense. I've also worked in the mobile domain on two completely different sides of the mobile domain. I have built e-commerce shopping applications in the mobile domain, but I've also built operating systems in the mobile domain. Those are both completely separate subdomains of the broader mobile area. Right now I work in the senior living domain And that has a completely different set of challenges around it. I'm still building a lot of the same general things. I'm building some of the same types of systems, but now I'm I'm using them to solve completely different problems. The problems that a resident of a senior living facility has are very different than the problems of a soldier in the field trying to send a report back to the base. Okay, those are two completely different areas, but I'm still a software developer that works in both of those spaces. Okay, so despite all of this, it is important for us to become experts in the domain we currently work in. Okay, despite 
being software developers, we should also be members of the domain. Now, I know it's hard for a lot of developers and engineers to put themselves into the shoes of their domain members, okay? But our job is to build and design the best possible solutions for the problems in that domain. How can we do that if we don't actually understand that domain, right? So even if you work for a giant company, let's say you work for Amazon, Google, Facebook, whatever, all right? You usually within those companies will focus on a single domain. When I was building operating systems for mobile devices, I was working at Amazon. Amazon isn't really known for their mobile devices. They have Fire OS, which is great. Uh, but I was working on their mobile phone. And that was a space that was brand new, but it was different than the things I had worked on previously and after that point while working at Amazon. I worked on the mobile shopping application, and then I worked on the mobile phone operating system. And then I worked on building tools for Amazon original content for their movie studio. And those are all within a single company, but they're very different domains. So when you work for those large companies, you have a higher likelihood of encountering different domains within the same company. So yes, you are a software developer and that is your domain, but you also need to become an expert in all of these subdomains that the company has their hands in. If you work for a startup, you're probably focused on a single domain. Right now I work for a startup that's focused on senior living. Um, I could work for a startup that focuses on financial uh, institutions, whatever. Those those types of, of startups all have a specific domain that they are targeting with their solutions. They're trying to solve a problem in that space. So if you want to succeed in those kinds of businesses, you need to understand what are the problems that I am trying to help solve for our customers. Okay? So what are some areas that I do not consider domains when I'm talking about this? Now, I mentioned the mobile domain, but I want to be really clear here. Mobile by itself is not actually a domain. Mobile is an overarching area that has within it a series of domains, okay? So if I work in the mobile space, I probably don't just build tools for other mobile developers. That's usually, it, you're usually in the software development domain if you do that. If I work in mobile though, I probably am building something like a financial app to get the current stock uh, tickers right, and show me my my favorite stocks. Or I'm building an app to scan an image and turn it into a PDF or any of those. Those are all existing outside of just the mobile domain. Those exist in separate domains, financial or productivity, things like that. Okay. SaaS is also by itself not a domain. Software as a service is just that. Software as a service. That's all it is. It isn't a domain. You can't have the SaaS domain Again, if you're building tools for people that are SaaS developers, you're actually in the software development domain. You're building tools for other developers. You don't usually just build tools for SaaS. Instead, you build tools that help enable those developers working in SaaS. 
uh, you can use software as a service inside of other domains, though. So that's a that's an important distinction. Okay. Um, web apps, if you call something a web app or cloud, any of those, those are also not domains by themselves. Those are tools that you use as a developer within other domains. Okay. So what do I talk? What am I talking about when I actually talk about domains? I've mentioned quite a few already, but uh, call centers are totally a domain. Uh, sales, marketing, healthcare, all areas that you can focus on as a developer and learn more about. You build tools for for sales. Well, you should probably understand what sales is and how it works before you build tools for those people. So how do you become a domain expert in something like sales? As a software developer, this is probably the thing we are furthest from is sales. And that's why I like to use it as an example. Because if I'm building tools for for people in sales, I do need to understand the problems that they have. And I need to understand how to solve the problems that they have. But if I'm not a domain expert in it, how am I going to do that? So what do I do? I need to have a way to get my hands into the sales area. Now, I can either go out and get myself a sales job and try to learn it that way. That's the hardest way to do it, by the way. Um, But it is going to give you the most valuable experience if you're trying to build software in a space. If you work in that space before you build software in it, you're going to have a really good idea of what the problems are that are going to be encountered in that space. But not everyone can do that, okay? And not everyone should do that. So direct experience, absolute best way, but super rare and for a good reason. So the next best way, become friendly with the people that you're working with in that domain. Talk to them, take them out for a drink, walk by, ask to sit with them while they work for the day and see what is it that you do day to day? What problems do you have in your day to day? And so by having that direct uh, communication with your customers, you learn how does this domain work? And this is the next best way besides actually being an expert in that domain by working in it. Okay. All right. Let's say you work at a bigger company and you, you're not given direct contact with your customers. You're just a lowly little line engineer. Okay. You're building out pieces of the UI and you don't have any way to actually reach out and talk to the people that you're building the solution for. What can you do? Well, this isn't the best option, but your product manager, the person who's actually defining all of your requirements, should be in day-to-day constant communication with customers. Especially in today's world where we work in agile development, that is technically the job of the product manager is to be talking to the customers and finding out what they need. So if you don't have direct access to the customers, you should basically play the game of telephone and talk to the product manager who is supposed to be talking to the customers for you. If you talk to them, you can ask them questions. And if they don't have answers, they theoretically can just go out and ask the customer for you and come back with an answer. Your hope, though, is that they say, that's an excellent question. Here's the contact information for the customer. Why don't you go ask? Okay, 
And if that happens, fantastic, you're in. You you now have a customer contact and you can actually figure out what's going on. All right. Um, but that's rare that a product manager actually gives that up. I Luckily, right now, I'm working with one who is willing to give up that contact information um, just so that you're out of her hair. But um, if you can't do that, then get in your product manager's hair and bother them constantly about the problems that your customers are having so that you can get a full understanding of what it is. All right. It also will not hurt for you to dig in and do research into the, into the domain in your spare time. I know what you're saying. Ah, spare time. I don't have any spare time. Make spare time. It's specifically for this task. Okay. You should be working at least 40 hours a week in your day job, sitting there, coding away. And then you should also set aside an additional 20 hours a week for your own development, for your own growth. And one of the best things you can do in that growth time is to become an expert in the area you're working in. So that is not a waste of time. It is so valuable for you. So do it. Go out. Learn as much as you can about the space. Spend time on forums and blogs and anything related to the space that you can. You'll start to see patterns and you'll start to recognize things. As developers, we're really good at seeing those patterns. But if we don't immerse ourselves in that space, we'll never see it. So do it. Go out, do the research, figure out what you can about it. The important thing to take out of this is that as a professional programmer, you should be an expert in both software development and in the domain you're currently working in. Even if you don't plan to work there forever for the rest of your life, you can still become an expert in it and it will take you so much further in your career than any other thing you could do. All right. So that's it. That's all I have for today. I just wanted to talk about that topic briefly. But if you have any questions for me, you want any other topics covered, shoot me an email. My email is me at chris-franklin.com. Let me know if you just want to chat, anything like that. I'm, I'm around and available to talk with you. So thank you all so much for listening. I'm really looking forward to having you join me in the next episode. Thanks. Have a good day.